Hey y'all, Treasury here with Picture Me Living. I'm really late with this episode. I was supposed to make this on my trip, but my luggage got lost. How about that? It's not the first time my luggage got lost. And it won't be the last time. However, this is the first time that my luggage was lost and not recovered. Um... A lot of things are still missing. Um, apparently, my son packed his entire clothing wardrobe. Um, <laughs> or, you know, you know, June, he wears uh, sweatpants every day. He's all boy. He wears sweatpants every day. So he packed 90% of his shit. And um, we have not recovered that. I haven't recovered a ring light, a... Um, microphone podcast equipment some of my clothes etc um it's a part of traveling you guys um shit it's it's not pretty commercial travel um is never pretty sometimes it goes seamless and a lot of the times it does not and this is probably one of the worst parts of travel, losing your shit. Literally and figuratively, um, having to buy everything on the fly. That's not fun. It's not in, you know, it's not in my budget. I, I travel frequently, so um, it's not something that I account for. Um, God has blessed me to where I am able to purchase things on the fly but um i don't like that i don't like that i don't like that you know why because when you walk up to that counter if you're watching the video i do have a broken nail um i just got back from the trip and it was a long trip it was very tedious and um we're going to make it do what it do. Anyway, y'all know I'm from the west side, so make it do what it do. But when you walk up to that counter of these airlines and your bag is 51 pounds and they say the limit is 50 pounds, they will charge you right there on the spot like an astronomical amount of money for one pound. You're going to take something out of the bag and take it on the same airplane. It doesn't make any sense. I get it. Weights and balance, whatever. Blase, blase. But... When y'all lose all 50 pounds of my shit, y'all not giving me no money. Not on the spot, not in a couple days, not in a couple weeks. Um, they said it takes 21 days to officially, re, um, officially call your bag lost. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. I got a lot to say about that. And it's some things that I can't say. But what I will say is if my bag is ever overweight moving forward, they're going to need 21 days to get that payment out of me. And I'm going to I'm going to stand by that. The fuck. But I've always had a government job. And uh, when they overpay you, they get that money back expeditiously. But when they owe you some money, oh boy, they take their time. They take their time. So I'm going to dedicate this podcast to discussing the trip. 
Um, the video may come a little bit late because of another issue that I'm having with um, Instagram. Um, I'm only going to get into one issue at a time. But because I'm having so many issues, I got to be close. Y'all, I got to I got to be close to um I either, I either got to be close or I got to be stupid for continuing working on this business. I don't know which one it is, but considering um the work that I did just do in Africa and the connections that I've made, I I feel like I'm really close to something great, something big with Picture Me Living. So I'm not going to give up. It's, it's a lot happening, though. It's a lot happening. Let's just first get into the trip. Um, I am going to make an itinerary for a low fee. $9, I think. Going to put on the website. <clears throat> With the full itinerary, the links that you need to get your visas, X, Y, Z. Um, why are you charging for this information, Treasury? Well, because this is a business and because it took months of planning. If you go back four or five episodes, six, seven episodes, I have been talking about a February trip for a while. I have been planning it for a while. It took a lot of planning and um I have a resume now. I have a resume, a photo resume and a word of mouth resume that Trey know what the fuck she doing when it comes to this trip situation. So um, <clears throat> with that being said, I am going to make itineraries for every location that I have visited. Um, and I'm still going to give out information along the way because some information was given to me um specifically the tour guide mango i'm going to put his information in the um comment section um that was given to me i felt completely safe with mango picking us up from the airport taking us on his dial boat and um i'm going to pass that information on anything safety related I'm going to pass on because I love that people are traveling solo and saying, fuck y'all friends, because y'all be bullshitting anyway. With that being said, um, the word of mouth information goes a long way, the safety. So I'm still going to give out that information. But as far as the details of planning and websites you need to go to, that's going to be for $9 on the website. Um, thank you for understanding. <laughs> Not to mention, uh, it is a lot. Going to Africa, it is a lot. It's a lot. Um, I did need a visa for each country that I visited. I went to two countries. Um, and you do need to budget that. So I'll put all of that in an itinerary, et cetera, et cetera. All right. So another thing you can purchase off the website, get you a duffel bag. I did travel with the Picture Me Living duffel bag um, as a carry-on. One of my biggest travel tips is to pack your carry-on smartly. 
put you some drawers in there, put you some drawers or underwear, you guys. Um, uh, put you some bras, um, uh, airport change outfit, and then I would venture to put, and this is because I'm picturing me living, I would actually put a picture outfit, right? Preferably lightweight because it's a carry-on. Um, even if you don't take the pictures, what if your basket lost? Now you got two additional outfits. You got some underwear. You get your um, you can get some travel size soap, toothbrush, all of that. Most of your long flights are going to come with a small container of toothpaste and a toothbrush anyway. So, um, but I would still pack a travel size everything that you wash ass with here. And at home, I would go ahead and put that travel size in my carry-on. Um, put you some makeup in there just in case you do want to, you know, pop off and take a pic. Um, and when you're traveling with kids, I would also put in their carry-on the same thing. I told my teenage son, hey, man, this is a long flight. We have a layover. When you have layovers, that exponentially grows the chance of your bag getting lost okay um and i explained that to my son before we left and sure enough the bags got lost but he had enough underwear socks all of the things little boys need to um get him through and my carry-on was from picture me living so and his book bag was from picture me living i also wore a picture me living hoodie you know what? Let's do a giveaway. I'm going to give away two hoodies for my birthday. Share this episode, um, the podcast episode. I'm not sure if I have the video up on YouTube in time, but um, share the podcast episode and tag me at T-R-A-C-H-E-R-I. And um, I want to go live. I want to go live on February 19th, the day after my birthday. Um, I can't do it on my birthday because I'm going to be a little bit busy. I'm going to think about that the rest of the episode. Let's just say February 19th. Noon, February 19th is going to be on a Sunday. Um, On the live, on my page, Treasury page, I will announce a winner two hoodies that hoodie is so comfy on those long flights man y'all have no idea and i had on some shop treasury pants and i i want to bring those back because man the staycation pants oh my gosh so comfortable anyway um bags hoodies t-shirts get into it share this podcast tag me february 19th i will announce a winner Thank you so much for your support and for understanding. And if you are interested in an itinerary, I will definitely have it up on the website by February 19th. Hopefully, by the time you hear my voice, it will be on the website. The website is picturemeliving.store. So check it out either today or anytime between now and February 19th. The itinerary will be up. And following that, I will have an Italy itinerary. I will have a Tulum, Cancun itinerary. I will have a Jamaica itinerary. Um, All of that. Um, Bali. 
that's gonna be a good one i'm gonna put up tokyo uh tokyo was one of my favorite trips because i met a tour guide there that took us to a place that had over 200 bars in uh, shinjuku tokyo and i tried every type of sake um my favorite was this like soda type <laughs> it was so good it was like sprite oh my god i was so drunk um and he's on instagram on picture me living's instagram and his tours are backpacked because you know asia was totally shut down for covid um but his tours are backpacked to capacity like oh my god um matter of fact his name is at gentle underscore yoshi y-o-s-h-i gentle underscore yoshi check him out um his tour is really dope if you're in tokyo so it's gonna be information like that that i'll put in all of these itineraries the people that i've met and the things that i've done okay so how did i plan this trip i told y'all a while ago I planned this trip unlike any of my other big trips. I planned it um, a little bit last minute considering it's Africa. I mean, it was something that I've already wanted to do or whatnot. And it was already on my mind. But budget-wise, I was like, mm, I'll just go somewhere else. But my heart was in Zanzibar. So around December, I said, fuck it. And I bought the tickets. Um... I did invite some people like last fall. I let people know what I wanted to do. And it was people that was interested, obviously, but dates just don't align with jobs. And y'all know how that go. So um, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to get the ticket for me and my son. I'm not going to follow up with anybody. Um, no hard feelings were there. Um, bought the tickets first. And when you buy tickets like that, um, It'll let you know like, hey, warning, you need a visa. Check out what you need on the Department of State website or whatever. Um, and I'll include all of that in an itinerary. Um, there is a um, American website here, government American website. Can't think of it off the top of my head, but it does tell you the four levels of traveling per country so like for instance france is always like a level two because of how popular it is and there's always some sort of um terrorist threat there and iraq is level four russia is level four right ukraine is level four um do you think America is level four for other places because of active shooters? I know New Zealand had a uh, warning that was real popular a few years ago. Like, warning, travel to America, you could die in a mall. And it's like, well, that's that's pretty accurate. So, um, anyway, I'm going to put that information out there also. Because when you go to that site, it'll tell you when you go to this country, you'll need a visa. You'll also need a vaccination. So that is something that came up. Um, and I'm going to be honest. My son hates this about me, right? <laughs> um, I like to cross bridges when I get to them. 
We got to a lot of bridges this trip. I'm going to tell you that right now. We got to a lot of bridges and we could not cross them. We got to cross them, obviously, because we back. Um, I just don't like to worry about shit and I like to live in the moment. Okay. And I've known a lot of people to travel to Thailand, right? That was a very, 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 very popular, popular destination, like mid, um, 2010, 12, 14, around that time frame. Everyone was running the, uh, Phuket, right? And I kind of wanted to until I realized like, wait a minute. They drugging the fuck out them tigers. They beating the shit out them elephants. I, I have no d- desire to go there now. However, when people were going there a lot, um, I knew a few people that went. And I would talk to them about it because obviously I wanted to go. And one person, let's just say person A said, oh, yeah, we got vaccinated. We got they suggested that we get this vaccine, blah, blah, blah. And then person B was like me. I cross that bridge and I get to it. They said suggested. Well, when she went over there, she said she shit. Shat. Past tense of shit for a whole week. She said she did not enjoy her trip. So I was like, oh, wow, I need to get that vaccine. Right. So um, then I got to know this person a little bit more. And she kind of was a negative Nancy, like everything was something. And I even traveled with her and she's, she's such a sweetheart. But, um, even when we were traveling, she just always brought up something negative about where, where we were or what we were doing. So I was like, oh, well, maybe she didn't like, you know, actually like, maybe she just had food poison. I saw someone travel to Shanghai that had food poison i also saw someone travel to mexico that had food poison they ate street tacos and you know this is stuff that you know that we do you go to mexico you're gonna get some street tacos so i've also heard of someone going to like the jungle in peru or some shit and getting like some incurable shit like just She couldn't even come back to America, right? So I've heard a lot of different things, right? Long story short. And I say, you know, I'm going to live in the moment with everything that I've heard. It's not going to discourage me from traveling. I probably needed a malaria shot before going to Bali. I didn't get it. However, cross that bridge. I got to that bridge when I was out there and each mosquito bite, I was goddamn, I, I was... I was Googling the malaria symptoms. I was tripping. So, you know, um, I did not get malaria. I don't know anybody who got malaria or got a shot before going to. It's actually pills that you take. Sorry, it's not a shot for malaria. It's pills. Um, I don't know too many people that's done that. I only know one person and he travels way more than I do. Um. He also got the yellow fever shot, which comes with a cool card. You only need to get it once in life. And you do have to get this for Tanzania, um, which that's where Zanzibar is, if you didn't know. Um, June and I did not get that shot. We still were able to go. Their whole concern is where were you before getting to Zanzibar? So my suggestion is if that's where you want to go, 
Don't spend too much time anywhere else in Africa. Um, just go straight to Zanzibar. Or just have a little two, three hour layover in Nairobi or whatever. And then go. Um, don't spend too much time in Nairobi. That's my suggestion. They will stop you at the airport. They won't even let you walk into the airport, actually. It was like nurses all outside, like, where you been? Like, what? Um, but mind you, it said the same exact wording for Kenya, Nairobi, Kenya. Um, suggested yellow fever. I was like, yeah, I don't really do vaccines like that. So if I don't have to get it, I'm not going to get it. Um, I did read up on this. It is very difficult for Americans to catch yellow fever. Yellow fever is passed through insects, specifically mosquitoes, just like malaria. Um, it's difficult for us to get it. You know, we we've been shot with so much shit over here, especially as kids. Like it's hard for us to get anything, but it's easy for us to pass it to other local people. So that's what they're mainly concerned about. Um, so do what you want with that information. The uh, resort that we stayed in gave us um, some great insect repellent with rosemary. So I would Google that before going i would go on amazon get some good smelling rosemary um mosquito repellent do what you want with that information man um it is just a one shot only that will take you through the entire continent of africa you will never have to get that shot again so yeah when i planned that trip i booked the flights first and that was the first two red flags that came up or yellow flags, if you will. Badoons. Um, visas, yellow fever. I said, oh, I'll get the visas a little bit later. I'm going to budget that in a little bit later. Well, let me tell you. That was the hardest bridge that I crossed. That last three, four days before my trip, I was stressed. I did not have a visa for nothing. <laughs> You better work on those visas at the very least three weeks prior. At the very least three weeks prior. I would do it maybe a month prior. And it's only good for like two and a half months. So you can't do it too far in advance either. Um, work on those visas at least 21 days prior. Take a picture of your passport with your phone. Email it to yourself. And then save it from the email. Thank me later. It took me about a week to figure out how to give them the photos how they wanted it. Um, it's, it's, it was an intense progress. They sent, they kicked it back at least 12 times. Um, get your kid a visa just in case. Yes, it's unnecessary money spent. But man, um, they didn't want to let us on that flight in Atlanta. At all, because June ain't had no visa. I got June's visa while we was in the air, actually. <laughs> when I tell you, we crossed so many bridges that we had got to. Boy, June side-eyed the entire fuck out of me the whole time. And he eventually said something. He was like, why do you keep saying that? We need to prepare. So, 
clearly June and I are different in that department. I don't know. I don't know who who taught him that shit because his mama is not organized. Um, but I get organized when I need to, man. I've been working for so long that I know how to get shit done. Um, that is a bonding moment my son and I had on this trip. I work extremely well under pressure. I work extremely well under stress. Um, abnormally well. I get the best work done when I'm stressed the fuck out. So, um, you may not be like that. You need to get up two hours early to get somewhere on time. I'm okay with being late. I wasn't like this when I was 18, though. Now that I'm 38 years old, I'm okay with being late. Who gonna check me? Um, if I am checked, I'll apologize. I get in line. I know how to admit when I'm wrong. Most people don't check me, though. Anyway, um, after... I started, after I booked the flight, I started looking for hotels, which in Zanzibar, it is overwhelming. It is a lot to choose from. What I suggest to you is to take my advice. Um, Look into the itinerary that I set up. I'm just going to give you two places now. But I'm going to suggest about seven in the itinerary that came from other travelers and that I, I saw with my own two eyes. Right. Um, that's not something that you want to book when you're there. You need to be very prepared before you get there. Um, I stayed at Timbo House Hotel in Stonetown and I stayed in Zanzi Resorts. Um, I do recommend staying in two different places. It, it is overwhelming. It is a lot. It is a lot. Um, Stone Town was very unique. I definitely suggest experiencing that. And a resort, you know, resorts are resorts, but this is different. This is a different experience because it's your experience. You're not sharing it with a whole bunch of travelers. So at while at this resort, I actually had a guy approach me. Um, and I just thought it was funny because, you know, the passport bros came for me on TikTok. Don't nobody want you. And, you know, everywhere I go, everybody wants me. And the other black women that travel with me. It's crazy how asinine that statement is. Anyway, um, this guy talked to me on the last day of the resort. And that's when it dawned on me. Nobody speaks to you like all of the travelers are in Zanzibar. All of the travelers are European or I think I saw one American in Zanzibar. All of the travelers are, you know, different races, speak a different language and they they are on their own. Another thing I observed is. Not this, not the particular guy that talked to me, but um, another thing I observed was uh, most of the European travel European travelers are looking forward to brown skinned people serving them. So, do what you want with that information. I'm, this this podcast episode ain't for that. 
But it was difficult for them to digest seeing a mother and a son on vacation that are also brown skin. So be prepared for that. Like I said, that's another topic for another day. I just want to add that in to my observation from this trip. Um, at that point, when I started looking for hotels and got overwhelmed, I began to reach out to friends that have traveled there. And um, that is when I got suggestions for things to do and tour guides. I'll share Mango's information in the comment section. Definitely hit him up. What is needed? You need an e-visa for Kenya and Tanzania. Tanzania, however you choose to say it. You will need um, Kenyan shillings and Tanzania shillings. Um, most people will take the U.S. dollar, but your hotels won't. So people on the street will. They have access to the airport, but the hotel, um, they take Visa, MasterCard. You know how funny acting people are with Amex. And... Um, the shilling. So you can get that at the airport or the ATM. And in Stonetown and um, Zanzibar, they do have um, lots of ATMs. Yellow fever card, I mentioned that. Mosquito repellent. Proper clothing. Man, um, you would think I knew this from the Navy because they would give us briefings in the Navy when we go to Turkey and places like that to cover our shoulders and stuff. I didn't even think, but you definitely have to cover your shoulders, men and women, um, in the common places and, um, Zanzibar. Um, not at your resort, but in the common places like Stonetown and on your tours and stuff. Um, your knees also should be covered. So my luggage was lost, obviously. Um, I did not have proper attire. <laughs> my knees was out. My stomach was out. But I did not, you know, get in trouble or get fined or anything. Um, there's lots of shops in Stonetown. And uh, African shops, African goods, um, gift shops, liquor stores. Um, thing to note is um, when I bought liquor. They gave the liquor to my son. And I even reached for it and he was just like, mm -mm. Um, maybe women can't purchase liquor. That's just something to note. Um, they did put it in a secure bag. I don't believe that they would deny the purchase since I, I, I obviously purchased it and gave them the money. So... <laughs> um, that was interesting. How I found my hotels. Um, I booked everything through TripAdvisors and Hotels.com. Hit me up, Hotels.com. I'm tired of talking about y'all and y'all not giving me no money. But um, that's just a reliable go-to source for me. I like TripAdvisor because it has way, 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 way more reviews. So, do I want to give y'all this tip? It is time consuming, but 
even if I don't book on TripAdvisor, I go to TripAdvisor. I leave it open in a um, new tab so that I can read the reviews. Let's see. My favorite hotel in Nairobi would be the airport hotels. They they have two um, in particular, Crown Plaza and um, Sheridan. I would book those. I, I would recommend booking those. There is going to be another one that I put in the itinerary that is really dope. I did not get to stay there. I did get to lay eyes on it. A friend of mine stayed there. And it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, and it was in the city. And it's a, it's more of a resort. So, um, overall thoughts and content. Um, traveling with my teenage son, I love it. But he is not finna record shit under any circumstance. Even though somebody else paid for his trip. Um, June is kind of mean, by the way. He recorded some stuff. I got some awesome content. Um, Instagram is not allowing me to collaborate right now. So I'm kind of on a content strike. Um, transparency moment. I had to have a come to Jesus with myself. Like, Hey man, you here for business or pleasure? Um, I told y'all I barely like being on air. I like the personal side of it in the DM sharing things to my friends, but as far as like sharing and letting my light shine bright. Somebody shared that to me while I was gone. You know that meme that says, uh, shine your light, sis. Don't It don't matter who it pisses off, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, I let my light shine. And people that I've loved unconditionally have turned into strangers because of that. People that I have judged zero i'm talking about in the negative like girl do your thing i'm gonna still love you i'm gonna still be here people that i stopped what i was doing called them and said hey let me give you some flowers today you're doing a great job bitch you're doing a good job soon as you let your light shine those same people turn into complete strangers some days i don't want to shine my light i don't i don't want anybody else that i love to turn into a stranger so I'm in that phase. I don't, I don't, I don't really want to share too much from this trip. I lived a lot in the moment and I thoroughly enjoyed a lot of the conversation that I had with my growing boy that, you know, 16 years old, man, he'll be 17 this year. I'll be 38. It's, this is crazy um, to be able to have this opportunity to be blessed enough to travel with my son in this capacity I'm just extremely grateful I kind of don't even want to share the moment and the business side of me like I said I'm I'm at a cusp I I need to share it um and Instagram won't let me and I'm kind of like well fuck it I'm gonna keep this shit myself then so we'll see we'll cross that bridge when we get to it (laughs) I've emailed Instagram and, you know, my shit ain't been right since I got um, robbed anyway from Facebook. So that's just going to be an ongoing struggle with me. 
my overall thoughts, this was a very lovely trip. I was out of my comfort zone a lot. Um, there was even one point that I was frustrated on, on the way home. Um, get to the Nairobi airport four hours prior to your flight. <laughs> Tell them your sky party. Um, anyway. Definitely, I felt unprepared. But hindsight, was I? No, I wasn't. It was just, it was an uncomfortable trip. I, my bags were lost on top of the comfort that was gone. Um, I got some great footage from a tour guide in Nairobi. We went on a little mini safari. And I'm going to post it along with the visual to this podcast on youtube but the tour guide his name is david he basically called us big brother over here in america he was just like y'all are awesome y'all are doing your thing most kenyans want to get over there and i'm like well why um i get it but at the same time cost of living is expensive here too but I also informed him, you know, for for immigrants, America is awesome. I, I had to think about that. But I said we shouldn't be viewed as big brother because we, we peons over there. We're not we're not equal. We don't have the same rights as other people. And, you know, don't fuck around and be the middle a middle class big brother. Um we we pay hella taxes. We don't get any type of um, anything from the government. But if you come over here as an immigrant, you qualify for food stamps, you qualify for housing, you qualify for all of this stuff and can, you know, you have the opportunity to grow to a middle-class citizen. But we, we don't get that um, when we're from here. So we had a really great conversation. I'll attach it to the visual. You guys will like that. Um he did explain the disparities going on in Kenya and um, why they want to come over here so bad. I'm going to finish this out with some travel tips in general. Um, make the most out of your trip. Make the most out of your layovers. We also went to Paris this trip. We also went to London. Um, oh, by the way, there is Uber in Kenya. Do what you want with that information. Whatever you do, <laughs> do not overpay for the hotel rides. Just get on the Uber app. Um, but yeah, we went to um, London and we went to Paris. Make the most out of those layovers when you're looking for your flight. Um, it'll tell you where the layovers are. And sometimes, depending on the city, like Paris, um, they do charge a couple extra dollars because they, they already know. Like, oh, this, this bitch finna go live her best life, take some pictures by the Eiffel Tower. Um, not only that, though, I realize that airlines are, you know, big business, obviously, but their goal is to get the most amount of money out of you, right? So... If you have an hour layover in Paris, 
but your flight from Atlanta to Paris is delayed. Most people don't want that discomfort. And most people will pay a little extra for a longer layover so that their bags make it to the destination and so that they can get out and stretch their legs, take showers, um, use the lounges or whatever, and um, get something to eat. And um, that's actually a very smart idea. That's my biggest travel tip of the episode, along with packing your carry-on smartly and accordingly. Plan your outfits, man. Plan your outfits. You'll thank me later with that. Um, And obviously, don't trip if your baggage is lost. It's, it's a material thing. It's a material thing. Um, another thing that I do in my carry-on, I pack laundry detergent. This trip, I wash some clothes by hand. It's no secret. I done told y'all I'm from the hood. I will wash by hand when need be. I would rather wash my clothes by hand and sit and have a bitch fit that I ain't got no clothes. Like, no, nah, we just, we gonna make it do what it do. Um, this was an opportunity to teach my son, like, this is how you wash your clothes. Like, <laughs> like it ain't no need to, you know, sit and cry and be upset over material things. Um, eat every meal on that flight. Stop playing. Stop playing with your money. Not only that, um, those meals are predetermined to help your circulation, to make you get up, walk to the bathroom, to make you um, hydrate when they're passing out water. Drink the water, okay? Um, those longer flights equal um, swollen legs. Also, put in your carry-on some compression socks. You can get those off Amazon. One thing that I already knew was keep my bag tags. But man, I had heard this before on following other travel blogs on Instagram. I had heard this before and I was like, I'm not doing that. Boy, if y'all don't take pictures of y'all bags. That's a, that's a bridge that I regret getting to. And not crossing it properly. So what had happened was we had got the uh, Zanzibar. We got an email from someone in Kenya saying, hey, we got your bags. I said, well, we'll be there Saturday because we ain't there right now. Y'all lost our bags. Ain't nothing I can do about it. So we get back. Tell me why. We looking. We don't see the bags. We don't see the bags. We don't see the bags. Somebody walk in there and was like, here go your bag right here. And he pull out this gray bag. I'm like, that's not my bag. And numbers match. He's like, what color is your bag? And I'm like, blue. With an orange handle. Dude is like, no, your bag is gray. And hands me the gray bag. And I'm like, bro, this ain't my goddamn bag. Don't let these folks. Listen. If I had to assume what happened there. Kenya Airways was like, you know what? We just finna give them a bag, put their name on it, so we ain't got to pay for shit. But what if it's like a hundred keys of cocaine in that bitch? Now I'm locked up abroad and shit, cause y'all done gave me some bitch named Heather Bags, and it was it was a girl named Heather Bags. It, it was not my bag. That is not my bag. Do not do not put your hand on nobody's bag. The ain't your. You don't want your fingerprints on that shit. 
mm-mm. I said, that is not my bag. I ain't got no picture of my bag. I can't tell you how I know that's my bag other than I know that ain't my motherfucking bag. Put that bag back up. Um, What saved me is there was no Delta tag on there. And that is who I flew out of Atlanta with. So how is that my bag? They really tried to give me somebody else's bag, y'all. Take pictures of your bag. Take pictures of the outside of your bag, man. You heard it here first. Picture me living. Um, Definitely regret crossing that bridge the way that we crossed it. And pack a great carry-on. I can't stress that enough, man. So, that's all from this trip, man. I got to, um, if you're watching this, video on youtube memories of zanzibar i have another tour guide here i'm going to put his information in the um itinerary that will be for sale on picture me living dot store um and this particular guy drove us somewhere um the hotel charged us 40 dollars right we get in the car he was like look call me next time it's gonna be 20 Roger that. His information will be <laughs> in this guy. I'm telling you, uh, I'm gonna make all these itineraries very useful for you. Um, and then there's some great numbers in here also for Zanzibar. I'm gonna, um, uh, I got this on cinema. You can't really see the numbers, but, um, yeah, man, I'm going to put some awesome information in the itinerary for you. I'm going to take a picture of this map so that you guys can see. Um, oh, another tool I just thought of. Pull up your Google map when, whenever you're going anywhere. Let's just say you're going to Rome. Google Rome, Italy. Pull up the map and see. Put your eyes literally on the actual city, the actual country the actual everything and then start putting in google maps um your hotel say you're staying at a hilton rome right it'll pinpoint exactly where that's at and then put directions to rome airport see how far that is from the airport like just play with little stuff like that and you also might want to know where your embassy at wherever you're going I think that covered everything, you guys. Six minutes over my goal time, but yeah, be on the lookout for the itinerary. Thank you for um, asking for it. Thank you for continuing to support Picture Me Living and um, looking for some more guests and returning guests. Hit me up. Thanks for listening.